listening to a Sharesies podcast. Today on Recap, Seek finds growth in its profits. NZME says it will resume offering a dividend. And Pfizer's announced a billion dollar deal. It's Tuesday the 24th of August and you are listening to Recap. Tēnā koutou katoa, I'm Alice. And I'm Jose, we both work at Sharesies. Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create the most financially empowered generation. We're here to recap some of the events shaping these share markets today so you can be a more informed investor in around 10 minutes or so. But before we get started, please listen to this important message. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. Alrighty then, uh, quick lockdown check-in. Alice, how are you doing? How's yeah, it doing no, I'm, I'm good. I'm yet to go for my daily walk though. I think this will be a post-recap thing today yes that's what's uh, that's what's happening with me lately do the podcast go out for a spin around the block come home and cook tea yeah nice what's for tea tonight uh soup it's going to be a kale soup <laughs> amazing <laughs> that well really, really exciting. what a day what an amazing yeah. day in jose's life yeah. just do a podcast go for a walk cook some soup throw some some kale into some boiling water you're done um, Easy. Yeah, amazing. But let's get into it today. Uh, I'm glad you're, you're feeling well, Alice, though, and doing okay. Let's get into it. Yeah. What's been happening? What's been happening today? I will seek release their results for their 2021 financial year this morning. All right, great. So let's just maybe just touch on what Seek does first. What, what exactly do they do? Yeah, of course. So they are an Australian-based company uh, that's most well known for their uh, for operating their online employment platform, matching up employers with candidates for career opportunities. So I mean, you might here in New Zealand have used uh, the Seek platform yourself when looking for jobs. Often, but um, very I did often. actually learn a couple of things about Seek today. Um, so first, I didn't even realise they're a publicly listed company. Um, there's about 2,000 companies listed on the Australian Stock Exchange and it turns out Seek is one of them with a market cap of about 11 billion Australian dollars. <laughs> really? I, did, I, no, I had no idea. That's yeah, amazing. I just hadn't realised. Um, but second, well, the second thing I learned today is that they operate across 18 countries, uh, including obviously Australia and New Zealand, but also China, Southeast Asia and Latin America. I had no idea. This is actually blowing my mind. It's kind of like thinking, you know, like that, you know, it's like an uncle, and you suddenly realise, oh, the uncle fought in the war and rang, was a gun runner and also did all this other stuff. You know, I had just no idea. That's amazing. It sounds like you've done lots of learning today, Alice. Thank you for that. So, how? But how were the results? Uh, yeah, well, their their revenue remained pretty flat year on year. It grew one percent from last year to one point six billion Australian dollars. Now, however, the company's earnings or net profit after tax—that's where the significant movements happened. Uh, so, the company reported net profit after tax of seven hundred and fifty-two million Australian dollars. This was up from a loss last year of one hundred and thirteen million. What's behind those numbers then? I mean, what's what's driven that turnaround? 
Yeah, so when you take a closer look at their financials, you'll notice they've actually split them up into what they call continuing operations and discontinuing operations. Now, their continuing operations include their core online employment marketplaces in Asia Pacific and America. So like that that website that we were talking about before where you can um, find jobs. Now, when you look at the results from continuing operations, Revenue increased 17% for the year to $760 million. Now, where that growth comes from, um, it goes back to that not so little thing called COVID-19. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was going to say that surely employment and recruitment focused companies have been impacted by the pandemic. Yeah, too right. Um, so their business was hit by the pandemic last year, but Seek said it had a strong recovery in the Australia, New Zealand and Asian markets this year. Right. So did Seek say anything else about the year ahead? Uh, yeah, so they, they said that for the year ahead, um, although their operating conditions have improved from the COVID-19 lows of early 2020, they do expect to experience volatility and hiring demand. So people people looking for jobs and employers looking for people to fill those jobs. Um, as their key markets react to localised outbreaks of COVID-19, I mean, take here in Aotearoa as an example. Yeah, totally. But despite these challenges, though, they said, um, Seek said that they will continue to focus on their key strategic priorities to grow their core businesses over the long term and invest in their capabilities. All right, Jose, what's the deal with NZME? I will happily tell you what the deal is, Alice. So NZME released its half-year results today. Uh, There's a couple of things in there to note, but uh, looking at the very top line, the company announced that it was to resume paying dividends after a hiatus of three years. Uh, But I thought we'd just do some background first, just in case. So NZME started in 2014 as a result of a merger between APN uh, and the radio network. So NZME owns the Herald, lots of regional papers, the uh, the real estate website One Roof, News Talk ZB, and a bunch of other radio stations like ZM and Holaki. And like a lot of media organisations, it had been fighting declining ad revenue as digital media grew, and then it got hit with the pandemic. Uh, last year, for example, had a big restructure because of that, losing 200 jobs all due to ad revenue halving because of their pandemic. All right, so that was uh, last year. What do their financials today tell us? So the company reported a net profit of $5.6 million. That's in the six months to June 30th. Operating revenue was up 9% at $172.5 million. Operating EBITDA was up 4% to $30.1 million. All right. Now, you said earlier that um, they're going to start paying out dividends again. What's the backstory there? Yeah, so as I noted, ad revenue has been heading downwards even before the pandemic. That's true across media organisations. But uh, moving to create new digital revenue takes a lot of time, and no one, except perhaps like uh, maybe business media that has a cashed up and built-in audience has really cracked it. So apart from the restructure, NZME has looked to repay debt over uh, paying dividends. They reported that their net debt for the first half of 2021 is halved to $18.6 million, which has meant that they're about to serve up dividends again. So they've announced a dividend of $0.03 cents per share payable next month on the 22nd. 
Cool. Thanks, Jose. And was there any news of a capital return or share buyback um, to their shareholders? Right. Well, they, they did address it. Board Chair Barbara Chapman said that they had looked at a capital return but ultimately decided against it. She pointed to the ongoing lockdowns and the uncertainty of the Delta strain of COVID-19 as their reasons for hanging on to that cash. All right, and was there any other news from NZME today? Yeah, there certainly was. The company also announced an agreement to sell GrabOne today. So GrabOne's that site where you can get deals on a whole bunch of products and services. Uh, when I've ever when I've gone onto the site, it's usually like you can get twenty bucks for a, a massage or something like that. Um, oh yeah, I've definitely used that before. I think <laughs> hair, hair appointments hair appointments have been my go to yeah. on GrabOne. Hair appointments, massages, and for some reason, I see a lot of like hot air balloon experiences. I don't know why. It's been conditionally sold to a global marketplace, which owns a number of similar deal-based websites in Australia. This purchase is part of their strategy to expand beyond the shores of the lucky country. Um, the sale is expected to be completed by October 31st and will cost global marketplace $17.5 million. What's our last story for today, Alice? Yeah, the last one to wrap up is about Pfizer, the biopharmaceuticals company that's listed on the New York Stock Exchange. Yeah, I mean, we all know Pfizer for creating one of the COVID-19 vaccines. Is that what the news is about today? Actually, no. Whoa. It's not. I know. Um, I think, you know, Pfizer's been a lot in the news a lot lately for their COVID-19 vaccine, but... They're in the news today for something different. Um, They've announced that they are buying a company that develops cancer drugs called Trillium Therapeutics. All right, that really wasn't what I was expecting when you said Pfizer. Uh, What's the details of this deal? Yeah, so Trillium is another publicly listed company. They're actually Canadian, but are listed on the NASDAQ Stock Exchange. Now, as I mentioned before, they develop cancer drugs, uh, in particular for blood cancer therapies. Now, these two companies, uh, Pfizer and Trillium, aren't strangers to one another. Last year, Pfizer acquired a $25 million US dollar stake in Trillium. So how much is this deal worth today? Yeah, so Pfizer has offered to buy all of Trillium's remaining shares for $18.50 per share. Now, this is about triple what the stock's closing price was before the deal was announced. So as you could imagine, when uh, when the deal was um, announced, the share price shot up, that's for Trillium, it shot up significantly. Um, but what that $18.50 per share um, that Pfizer is offering means is that it values Trillium at just under $2.3 billion US dollars. Right. So I guess my question now is why is Pfizer buying Trillium? What are they going to do? Yeah, well, Pfizer said that in the announcement that acquisition strengthens their leadership in oncology. Uh, That's the study and treatment of cancer. Now, Pfizer already has an oncology division. Now, they also said that it expands their innovation pipeline. And is there anything else to know about this deal? Yeah, it is still contingent on Trillium shareholders voting and approving the deal. Uh, Trillium said that they're going to have a special shareholder meeting for this. And the deal is also subject to court and regulatory approvals. Great. Thanks very much, Alice. And that means it's the end of the show. That was Recap, Tuesday the 24th of August. Thank you very much for listening in. And if you are enjoying what you hear, please give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back tomorrow. Have a great evening. <laughs> and I, it sounds like I forgot to turn off my Slack notifications. <laughs> <If, laughs> Matiwa, see you guys tomorrow. See you then.